Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the call, Your Answer. We will be going live in just a few moments with John Pleasant, the up-and-coming and talented producer. He's going to be here with us discussing a little bit about his new project, G-Code, and also some things that have inspired him, motivated him to keep walking on his calling here, and also things he had to overcome, some struggles, and what advice he can give to um, to all of you out there pursuing your dreams and your purpose. Uh, make sure you join us or follow us on the Call Your Answer. It's the Instagram. Um, there will be a Facebook uh, page going to be coming up in about two weeks or so, but right now you can go on to Instagram at the Call Your Answer, and we will um, you'll be updated on our upcoming events. So just one moment, and we will have John on the line with us here. John, you there with us? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Thanks for joining us. I kind of just gave everyone kind of a quick overview of what we're going to be talking about. Thank you so much for um, coming on and doing this for us. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, So quickly before we get started, uh, do you want to... Let anyone know your Twitter handles, social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, anything like that? Yeah, I'm on a few social sites. Uh, let's see, my Facebook, which if you search John Pleasant, it's not that many. Um, John Pleasant is uh, my Facebook. If you pull that up, I have a picture of me just sitting in the car. Can't think of the handle. Uh, Twitter is actor J Pleasant, just like it's a pleasant day outside. My Instagram is the Pleasant underscore one and i got rid of my black planet plays not too long ago so i don't have that one up for you <laughs> sorry about that all right um, i would hope that everyone's gotten rid of their black planet uh account <laughs> but some people still looking well thanks for being on the show today john uh so let's keep running absolutely absolutely uh briefly i kind of want to give people a back story of how I know you. So me and Don went to college together. Clark Atlantis, Yay you. That's hey, right. that was uh, hey what what's the I don't I don't remember the um the motto but I didn't got to know you did. So what what is it? It was I'll find a way or make one. The best model there is. Come on. Yes. That shows is yeah. exactly what this show is about. So anyhow, we met in college, and uh, we ended up, like, kind of crossing paths later on in life, like, literally maybe five years later in Los Angeles. And that's how we got on the show. That's how, that's how we, like, kind of hooked up. And, yes, it was a big part of me starting this up, to call your answer. So thank you for that. All right. Yeah, let's course. get into it. Uh-huh. So, so, John, tell me a little bit about your story, how you, where you came from, and how you ended up here in L.A. Yes, yes. I am originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I uh, spent the first 17 years of my life there. Actually, from grew up in the Ferguson area where there's a lot of stuff going on that's not too happy. Uh, I'm not too happy mm-hmm. about. But um, at 17, I graduated Hazelwood East High and, and moved to Atlanta, Georgia, and attended Clark Atlanta University. Started off as a business major wasn't too happy with that, so I switched over to mass communications, radio, TV, and film, and uh, got my degree in that. And um, 
Uh, from there, networked a little bit, uh, got in the industry, started um, interning for the likes of Will Packer, which you may know of, one of the super producers out there today. Um, okay. Tyler Perry okay. at Tyler Perry Studios, worked there for a bit as well for a couple of years. And uh, mm-hmm. used the knowledge that I have. Yeah, used the knowledge that I had with that and uh, my college education. And and uh, after ten years, finally, two and a half years ago, in um, would say July of 2012, I made the move and and came to LA. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. So about that's uh, That's such a big move to make. I mean, not a big move, but a lot of people come to LA and they're just uh, they're kind of overwhelmed. But it looks like you kind of prepared yourself for something kind of getting yourself already in the industry when you were in Atlanta, so you kind of had a split already here. Did you already have a connection when you got to L.A.? I did, and um, I think that was a big part of it, working in the industry there in Atlanta. It, it really groomed me. Uh, it prepared me for um, L.A. in a way. Like, um, I grew up in Atlanta. I allowed that to be my, kind of like my stumbling block, and allowed that to be my it's okay to make mistakes territory. So that when mm-hmm. I came out here, I was I was more ready and I was mature about the decisions that I made, and uh, it, it really made a difference. So um, the connections that I made, yes, uh, you know, uh, who I'm working with today on on G Code, of course, which we'll talk about momentarily, uh, Daisy Laray and Will Utley. I met those guys in Atlanta, and those mm-hmm. are the guys I'm working with today uh, on this project. So. Um, that's one of the many connects that I've made and been blessed to, you know, uh, work with. And, and you can't you can't count on all the connects to come through and, uh, yeah. you know, do what you, you know, what's best for you. Uh, but, you know, yeah. but it's, I would say out of every 10 connects, one connect would actually look out for you and help you out. So it's, it's, to me, that's a good ratio. One out of 10, that's all you can ask for. So, yeah, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome. And it's hard to make those connects in Los Angeles, too. Um, like you said, one out of the 10 will come through and that's a, that's a really small you know percentage actually <laughs> so it you is, are now here in los angeles and so you're producing now so can you tell me a little bit about well tell us all a little bit about how you kind of came into doing the producing and what really drove you to do producing is that what you originally wanted to do or how did you end up doing producing yeah it's, it's funny you ask that i didn't I'll say like I'll say it like this. I at first I was solely an actor. That's what I wanted to do. That's that was it. I was like I want to act. I don't care about doing anything else. But when you love this business and when you love this field, like um, you'll find any way for longevity. You'll find a way to um, create uh, a path for you if you know the path you may have decided upon first doesn't necessarily pan out the way you want it. Because as an actor, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you go to school for acting, but when you get out of college or when you get out of school, you don't have an, a job as an actor. It's not set up that way. So, yeah. you know, you can't wait for someone to tell you, yes, you have to go out and create those opportunities for yourself. So that's kind of what I did and um, what I wanted to do. I've always loved to write, so that was something that um, I knew would, would go along with producing because I, I had a knack for writing. So. Uh, sit, you know, sit back, just write, write stuff up, and and you know, luckily, like I mentioned earlier, I uh, met two guys who allowed me to, um, you know, join them, and they had a great plan in place, um, with the company Artist Star Entertainment, and that's Deji Laray mm-hmm. and Will Utley, two 
you know, come up with some, some projects because they felt the same way. Let's, it's time to create content. You can't sit back yeah. and wait for people to, to hand you anything. You have to go out and do it. So, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do now, and I think that's what we're doing. Yeah. And that's so incredible to hear that because so many of us need to hear that, especially I'm here in Los Angeles. Um, people come out here and they really want to get put on and they want to get famous and they want to get big and we all want then, God willing, this is what you're called to do, that that happens, but so much work goes mm-hmm. into it. Like your artists are, you were doing so many more things before you even started that. Like I know for a fact you were doing, you were doing your, um, your vines, you were doing so many different things, but like you had to have your, your hand in different things to even get to where you are now. So if you could tell me yeah. a little bit about some projects you did before leading up to G-Code that kind of got you prepared for this producing and this writing because you like you you really went out you and your other co your other producers for G Code have like mm-hmm. been like on the just I've I've seen I've seen the progress like just kind of like going at it and now it's all coming to fruition. Like, tell me a little bit about some projects you did before G Code. Sure. Uh, well, as far as me personally, it's uh, a few projects that I, I'd written and uh, you know attempted to get. Uh, you know, not knowing the right way, but attempted to get some type of uh, a voice to to listen to what I had, and uh, just didn't have the right path for that personally. So what what I began to do at that point was, uh, uh, you know, connect with a few other people who had better connections because you can't you can't do it by yourself. And uh, it took me a little bit to to realize that like you, you kind of want to, oh, I could do this. You know, I'm out here in L.A. You know, this is for me. This is my 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 decision in my life but you really you know biggest millionaires and billionaires did it with somebody you have to you have to have somebody to help you so um you know, that's what i did i i did a lot of freelance projects it wasn't any one specific project that i may have done that, that failed but i worked on a lot of sets and i got a ton of experience uh working behind the scenes uh, and, and seeing the process from beginning to end and seeing exactly what it takes to get something off the ground and uh, and putting your all into it, and if your heart's in it, uh, it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, so I've learned yeah. that you just as long as you, you you know you have it 100% in your heart, you'll do it. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's so good. It's so true, and we need to remember that because uh, when you're passionate about something, you'll lose the sleep to get it done. Uh, you know, you'll yeah. go the extra mile. You'll you'll make the sacrifices. You you won't buy that Starbucks because you know that you need that five dollars you have to spend to maybe pay somebody to edit something or to make a flyer for you they need anything uh so that's well, yeah. too so tell me a little it's bit up, about yeah. g-code what were you saying yeah no i said it's hard sometimes to turn down that cup of coffee to uh i know, know, I to, know. To, to <laughs> yeah i can't really it's go without i feel you it's a, it is a sacrifice yeah. it's hard for me to go with my tea lattes but i gotta do it because i got things to do right Exactly, so tell exactly. me about tell me about G code. What is tell me about G code? I've been seeing the pictures all over. I've seen your Facebook and your, just tell me about it. What is G code about? Oh, yeah, we've been we've been marketing heavily already for it. We've uh mm-hmm. <laughs> we put together a great team, a great crew. Um, you know, I keep mentioning their names, but I must say that they're phenomenal. Uh, Daisy Larray is the CEO of Artist Star Entertainment, and mm-hmm. uh, so he. He owns the company that's producing G-Code. Um, he's also the lead actor wow. in the film. 
Um, so he's doing a lot. You can also catch him on Bosch. That's uh, on Amazon Prime. He's killing it right now. Uh, Will Utley, mm-hmm. uh, super producer as well. Excellent photographer. Um, so he <clears throat> he's the other guy in place. We also uh, brought in Leroy Davis, is our director. Killed it. Like his mind is, is, is amazing. Like what he thinks about, what he conjures up. Just, you know, mm-hmm. can't believe it. You know, so him, he and uh, Deji did most of the writing for the project. So they came together. Deji had the idea of this show uh g codes we talked about it and you know about what we wanted to do with it where we wanted it to go uh the storyline you know how we wanted it to uh you know what we wanted it to be about so um once we got the writing in place we uh i've been brought on paul salmons who's the dp he's uh he's done some awesome work as well himself uh him and, and leroy's worked together a lot but uh the show basically is about uh daisy's character he plays the role of cam um he he plays a detective who is, is basically solving crimes in inner city LA so some of the most uh toughest roughest neighborhoods in south central uh parts of long beach and east LA um he somehow has to uh infiltrate these gangs to find out in this in this pilot episode who killed his nephew so that's wow. the, uh, the premise of it. So basically, you may, I'm sure you know, but for the, those who don't know, G-Code uh, stands for Gangster Code or basically street for don't talk, don't snitch. You're not supposed to tell the cops. So uh, that's what he has to deal with in order to solve I did not know crime. that. <laughs> yes. Hey, you never know who knows it, who doesn't. So that's why it's best <laughs> to say it. So it's, that's okay. actually what it, what it means. So, yeah, so. I know people may hear that name, hear G code, and be like, "Oh, what is this about?" But it, it's really, um, it's um, uh, you know, a, a show that's it, it's very grimy. It, it touches on some some you know some rough topics, and it's kind of like we wanted to do the West Coast version of The Wire and have something very mm, raw, wow. very real, and, and get into these neighborhoods with you know real yeah. gang members and and um, something powerful. Um, <clears throat> you know, that we know we can put out there and, 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 you know, people will pay attention to it because it's, it's you know, it's uh, it's a story that's told every day. It happens every day. So a lot of people mm-hmm. know about it. A ton of people can relate to it. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, it's phenomenal. And then a little bit about the actors. Um, Aisha Hines, um, she, you, know, you yes. can catch her on, on, you know, on TV as well. You know, people know about mm-hmm. her. Um, we have Saeed Baraj on there as well. He plays the store clerk. Uh, Kirk Bovel, he plays the detective on the show as well. Um, mm-hmm. Matthew Jean-Pierre plays the kid who gets murdered. And um, <clears throat> who am I? Let's see. Who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I'm forgetting nobody. Yes. I'm forgetting nobody. No, I'm thinking about it. Uh, Amy Lawhorn, she plays the uh, the love interest of, of uh, Cam. So, um, so basically, we set out and touched on it a little bit more. We wanted to um, originally shoot the entire first season and uh, and pitch that, but then we changed our mindset and just thought to uh, shoot one episode. And uh, mm-hmm. I didn't mention, but we did a fundraising campaign on Indiegogo. Yes, um, we did. Yes, I was going to mention that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you, and thanks, Mia, you donated to us, and we, we can't thank you enough for that. You contribute. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So every everyone who donated, thank you so much. It it went a long way in, in where we are. Um, we raised yeah. almost five almost five thousand dollars. We raised. 
Wow. On Indiegogo. That's amazing. So, yeah, don't, don't, don't sleep on yeah. it, people. If you got a project, you want, you want some financial backing, you got a good core of people, a good group of people around you. Put your project out there on Indiegogo. If your passion's mm. behind it, people will see it and they'll contribute to it. So, um, oh, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I was great. actually going to ask you about the um, how you guys funded it because a little bit about Indiegogo, which is great. Um, because that's something that a lot of people are doing these days uh, with our new, with the age of social media, you know, it's, it's really it's really beneficial, you know, to use those because everyone, you can get it out to so many people via social media, which I think is really incredible. And it's a big, mm-hmm. it's such a huge resource for especially, you know, producers and, you know, for your, for your, um, for your, for artist star, for your, your entertainment company, you know, because, Mm-hmm. These are things you guys are doing on your own, and you don't have, like, the big-name people that are giving you money, so these are great resources to have. So Definitely, here, it is. The, mm-hmm. Decode sounds amazing, and I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, the, the West Coast version of Wire. Okay, that's well, that's about to be off the chain. Okay, mm-hmm. people don't even use off the chain anymore, do they? Okay, I should probably not say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, you know, we think it'll be good. We yeah. So, if you can tell me, so, you know, the call your answer is about talking, it's about highlighting people, like everyday people that are doing things they're passionate about and pursuing them relentlessly to inspire other people to keep doing it and to not quit. So, John, can you tell me of a time where, you know, either, whether it was with working with uh, working on, on G-Code or anything else where you just had some struggles you had to overcome that you just didn't think you would? What are some, what are, just give me like one or maybe two examples of some struggles that you didn't know if you can come over, if you can get over. Cool. And this as is far just, as it relates this, to producing, producing and like getting, you know, yeah, and you know, like as far as like your passion and just really right. pursuing being a producer in Los, in, in LA. Yeah, it's 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 some obstacles that you have, and and you know you don't think about these things until you actually jump into it and do it, mm-hmm. and then you see every stumbling block or potential downfall in front of you. Like you, you don't you don't know it until you get into it. It's easy to kind of think, oh, you know, I'll just go out here and produce this project, put it out there. But um, once you, you know, put a project out there and, and you want to make it union, it involves an entirely different world. So. Um, getting getting permits and getting approvals for locations was the biggest thing I would say on this project that we had to mm. to deal with and overcome. Because um, when you when you're not dealing with a, you know, let's be real, Nia, this is not a Hollywood budget we got. You know, going into this project, yeah. we don't have mm-hmm. twenty million dollars to shoot with. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's great, awesome. yeah, get some stuff done. Um, so budget was was tight, and you, you want to put the budget that you have into um, you know, your camera department and, and you know, areas that you know are, are needed for a product to look quality. So some of the other areas, you really have to to uh, hit the ground running and, and uh, go hard as far as, um, uh, you know, getting yeses and getting concrete yeses. Because someone will tell you, oh, yeah, you can use our place to shoot, um, you know, and then a few weeks later or, you know, 10 days before the shoot, which we actually had happen, uh, one of our uh, locations pulled out and said, you know, you know we, we changed our mind. So 
Mm. You know, we're scrambling for, you know, a few days before the shoot, and we're having to find another location to shoot. And this is a big scene that we have with background and, uh, you know, a big location downtown Los Angeles. And and we we managed to, um, you know, put our heads together and get another location for it. And uh, it was was. It was really challenging. It was it was tough. It's stressful enough at that point, mm-hmm. but to have yeah. something like that add to it, uh, you know, uh, re- really hurts you. From a personal yeah. standpoint, uh, the other side of the question, uh, like we mentioned before, I'm an actor as well, so I'm pursuing uh, both. Uh, I'm an mm-hmm. actor slash producer now, so um, which little, little plug here, you can catch me at the Santa Monica Playhouse, February 26th through March 1st for a soldier's play. If you're in there, in the area, check it out. <laughs> Just wanted to say that. I'm um, so sorry. I totally forgot about that. My apologies. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're talking about other stuff. You know, we're, we're enjoying our conversation here. Um, <laughs> but anyway, from from my standpoint, um, it's about being taken taken seriously in what you choose to do because a lot of people I come across, they they have a passion, but they don't know how to direct that passion or keep a focus. Mm-hmm. So yeah. be weary about having a lot of things under your title. Like we all want to model, act, produce, direct, yeah. uh, write, edit. We, we want to do all of that. But for people to take you seriously, you have to target one or two, I would say two max on your business yeah. card. Uh, that's the only way someone will ever take you seriously. If if you have if you have six titles, they they're not going to take you seriously. I can assure you of that. Um, mm-hmm. So from my standpoint of being an actor producer, I did want to um, come out here with the with the assurance to people I've come in contact with that I'm a producer or I'm an actor first because that's that was my first love. That's why I moved out here. So I, I wanted to create that and establish that first. Um, and then, you know, now I'm jumping into the producer boat, but I still want to be taken seriously as an actor. So from my standpoint, um, you know, that was a big thing for me. It's just to let people know, um, you know, I'm out here as an actor, but I'm producing as well. And, um, uh, yeah, I guess that's a way, something I had to overcome is just letting people know this is what I do, uh, but take me yeah. seriously for this, this as well. So that meant a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's um, that's important, you know. I think that's good to acknowledge and to to let people know because I know myself. Uh, starting this talk show, I was always like, I didn't know. I was like, I want to be a talk show host, and I want to do PR, and I also want to like do a nonprofit. Like, no one takes you seriously if you have too many titles. Uh, and that was exactly. one person told me like, stick to one thing. You know, and I kind of, I figured, you know, you, you have to learn what you're good at, what you're passionate about, what you're called to do. You're going to be great at Like, you're going to be great yeah. at it. And, like, some people are fortunate enough, like, like yourself, to be able to be great at producing and be an actor at the same time. Like me, for example, I'm just really good at talking. So that's why I'm doing talk show. <laughs> but that's, uh, you know, so that's really important to remember that, like, you can't do everything. And although we want to do it, we can't do it all by ourselves, you know. And there's one thing God gave us. God gave us many talents, but there's some things that we do better than everybody else. And we should, we should, we owe it to ourselves to really always be trying to be better at that. You know what I mean? So I think that's that's a great, um, a great point. Not trying to do many things. So we're kind of gonna wrap up here. 
So I want to I want to ask you two more questions before um, we went off here. So yeah. just real briefly, so some struggles that you have, like you're saying, like having too many things being taken seriously, like what made you keep going even when you wanted to quit? Like what was your one thing that made you to keep that encourage you to keep going and walking out your purpose and your calling even when things didn't seem like they were going to turn out the way you wanted them to? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, a very simple answer for me, and it's, it's my faith. It's, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's the only way that's kept me going. Like, you know, that's my everything. Like, if it's something to, if you don't have that, if you don't have any type of faith or, or backing, you know, through any type of spiritual realm, um, and it's, it's it's sometimes impossible to for you to keep that keep that focus and that drive and let things distract yeah. you because there, especially you know in L.A. there's so many things that can take you away yeah. from your focus and uh, you know it's yeah we we see stuff every day we see what people have we want it so sometimes we give up on our dreams because we think it it takes too long or it's, you know it's uh, you know it's it's not gonna happen overnight so you have to have yeah. a strong faith. Um, and foundation to know because I'm, you know, I'm 29 years old. I'm about to be 30. I'm no spring chicken, but I'm not, you know, I'm not old at the same time. So <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm at an age at this point where it's like, you know, I've chosen to, this is hard, but I, I've chosen to, uh, you know, stay out of relationships um, because I know I couldn't give my all uh, in a yeah. relationship because I have, you know, I'm passionate about something else. And if I'm not, if my passion's not, um, making me happy at that point, then I wouldn't be happy with someone else. So I wouldn't do that to anyone oh, else. Uh, put them in wow. position. So for me, yeah, for me, the biggest thing is just being focused, um, you know, going to work, uh, coming home, uh, you know, enjoying my life, you know, of course, but, yeah. you know, mainly yeah. right. And, and, um, and, um, you know, just staying out of trouble. Cause you, you know, you go out, you spend money anyway, especially as a guy in Los Angeles, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, for me, that's it. I know we don't have much time left, but yeah, just just having a strong foundation with faith and uh, just knowing that, um, you know, you can you can make it as long as you you keep that 100% dedication and focus to what it is you're doing. Oh, I love that. Um, I really love what you said about if you're not passionate, if you're not doing well in your task, you can't do well with a relationship. Or you're, if you're not focused on your passion, how are you going to focus on a relationship? I think that's so good and so. So easy, especially honestly for for men and women, and uh, in our age in Los Angeles, because we all want to have a boo, we all want to have somebody, you know, do something. But like, if you're not focusing your passion, if that's not yeah. doing, if you're not succeeding in that, it's like, well, then what's the use of having this person if you're not going to be able to share the success of with them of what you love, you know? So I think exactly. that was really, um, really awesome statement to say. Something great, great to say. The last question I wanted to ask you actually answered, which I think you answered, was what was the one thing you were talking about to keep doing in this industry? And I think it was, well, what I gathered was to make sure that you have your faith and you keep that solid because, as you said, Los Angeles is a, is a hard place to be. Um, would, would that be kind of like your thing, your kind of takeaway for people to, to keep going, you know, to keep them grounded in L.A. when they're doing what they're doing? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Just uh, when you think you're not, you know, doing enough, I mean, more than likely, if you if that thought crosses your mind, you are on the right track. You just mm-hmm. need to keep going. You can, yeah. you know, you can 
you can push, push, and push, and then you walk away. Somebody else just comes through with a finger and pushes it down, and they're in, and they got your position because you gave up a little too early. Um, yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit up here and, and act like this is easy because, you know, I'm, you know, kid in age where I do want a family and I want other things in life, but, you know, if, <clears throat> you know, what I have isn't right, then that's, other things won't matter. So for from me yeah. to you, whoever's listening, um, if you have that same passion, that same drive, uh, just cut out all the other stuff, focus on what you need to do for yourself, um, and, and just go for it. And that's the only thing you could do is just go for it. If you're in Los Angeles, you're in the right city. If if you are here, you, you've made a huge step. I mean, wherever you are, you know, because in Los Angeles, you'll be going 100 miles per hour, but you don't feel like it because everyone's going at that same speed. So you're thinking, yeah. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough, but you are. So just keep going, keep pushing, um, you know, stay as positive as possible. And the law of attraction means everything. It really does. So oh. keep those positive thoughts going. That's great. Thank you so much, Don, for joining us today. I enjoyed speaking with you. Make sure you guys check him out. It's, it's the Soldier Story at where? The Santa Monica, Santa Monica Playhouse. Santa Monica yeah, Playhouse. And then uh, there's, there's like a, we got a few minutes seconds left. What's the website for um, for G Code? Uh, for G Code right now. Yet? Yes, it is. Right Sorry, now. I didn't mention that. Yeah, it's on Facebook. If you just put in G Code G space C O D E, that'll lead you right to the website. We also have a company page, which is Artist Star, as well. And Artist Star E N T is the Twitter handle. Um, but All yeah, right. definitely follow us. Have any ideas? Just send them our way, and you know we can, you know, possibly talk. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, John. I really enjoyed talking with you. Thanks for joining us, you guys. For and recall your answer. Sign oh, off. thank you, Mia. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.